Life in Programmatic Digital Out of Home, brought to you by JC Deco. Bringing together the greatest minds, discussing the latest trends, and uncovering what life in programmatic digital out of home is all about. Hello and welcome to Life in Programmatic Digital Out of Home. Thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, today I am joined by the enigmatic Ed Mullins, uh, Director of Inventory Partnerships at StackAdapt. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Ed. Hello, mate. Thanks for thanks for having me. Love the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Do you want to give us a quick um, before I dive in? Do you want to give us a quick lowdown of um, of who you are? What your what your job is and kind of what who and what StackAdapt are in this in this world? Yeah, sure. Um, so we at StackAdapt are an omnichannel DSP, um, and then my role is I, I work on the partnerships and inventory side for EMEA. So I lead the team here, working across all of the different partnerships that we we have with the different inventory channels across Europe. Brilliant. Well, let's get um, straight into some some questions. I mean, you've uh, well, you've recently run quite a few um, programmatic digital out of home campaigns, but I'm kind of Thinking back to your to your first one earlier this year, can you tell us, um, uh, I guess, about the briefing process and how you and the team um, came to the decision with the client to include programmatic digital out of home on the plan? Yeah, um, yeah. So I think for for us, digital out of home has been a, a pretty big focus globally, um, and and as we've expanded into different markets across Europe and and in Asia as well, we've really seen clients starting to utilize multiple different channels. Um, and, and with Out of Home, we've started to see that kind of get really well received from a host of different advertisers since we initially launched. So I guess from our side, it's been kind of front of mind for a while now in terms of how do we how do we introduce Digital Out of Home into the media mix for brands and for, for clients. Um, I think with, with Digital Out of Home, it's always worth mentioning that it's a pretty bespoke process. So for, for us, it, it's really important to be a partner with the client. Um, looking at, I guess, what it is that they're trying to achieve, uh, what the performance goals are, and then really making sure that we're supporting the client as best as possible and, and helping them to understand the, the benefits and the challenges that come with each of the channels, which I guess Digital Life Home is obviously no different to, to any of the other in, in that perspective. Um, the, I think the, the one that we're talking about here for, for uh, Island Man with Digital Willow, which was, I think, the first we actually ran with you guys, but obviously we've done a lot more since then. Um, it was a pretty fun one. I think from from our perspective, it was the first one that we worked on with the client and the agency as well. So it's always kind of interesting to 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 be part of that process and be a bit of a proponent for for digital out of home and and how we can work. Um, I think from our side, it it means that the process is really about evangelizing the benefits of digital out of home and making sure that we support with whatever it is that the brand or the agency needs to get up and running in the space and just make sure that we kind of set out from the beginning and, and and define what success looks like so we can all really work towards that together and, and make sure that it actually is a success by everybody's metrics. Yeah, it's super interesting thinking about that and kind of the, the importance of, well, I guess, particularly when you're doing something new or, or you know, new to, to you or to a client, um, it's really understanding those nuances and differences in, in the channels and how they kind of um, roll up into that overall marketing mix. Um, I guess I'll think about that Isle of Man campaign. Obviously, we've talked about programmatic digital out of home. Uh, I'm sure we can talk a bit more about how that was utilised. But I'm just wondering, sort of, what other channels did you use, and, and how did they kind of fit together? Yeah, so I think well, we 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 actually activated a, our digital out of home side with a conjunction of a few different channels. Um, 
I think for the for the specific Alamam one, it, it was predominantly within mobile. Um, I think we all probably are aware that mobile fits pretty well with within out of home and, and kind of gives that capability to capture the online touch point with the out of home screens. Um, and then obviously the ability to measure and I guess start to help influence decision making at a performance level is obviously a really big beneficial fit. Um, I always think that now we've kind of got a bit more into out of home. It's really interesting that we we look at it. And, and I think it's something that we always easily forget is that a lot of verticals still see most of their purchases offline. So for, for the campaign, it was really, I think trying to drive a, an ability to, to touch users in that out of home space, or at least have a touch point with users in that out of home space, and then really start to drive efficiently um, activity around it on, a, on an online perspective. So with the Island Man campaign, we worked on a couple of different ones. So one that's non-programmatic, which I think is probably why it's quite such an interesting example. So they ran a, a pretty heavy core search campaign. And then on our side, we obviously ran the digital out of home activity and the mobile activity to reinforce that message to exposed users. Um, and then obviously starting to, to, to kind of drive down that programmatic digital funnel to, to, to do some more data led buying on, on some of the other channels. Yeah, it's so interesting. You kind of hearing, you know, hearing you talk about that. And I know when I was kind of looking at the case study afterwards and thinking about it, I think that one of the things that stood out for me was really that that combining of that online and offline journey and yeah you're absolutely right i mean those verticals where a lot of those purchases are offline in particular are, are really interesting but also the way that people consume brands isn't purely online right so i think yeah. bringing bringing those two together can be a real key of success i guess thinking about that practically i mean can you kind of briefly describe then the kind of setup process you followed the partners you worked with and any kind of key learnings from that that, that kind of setup um uh, planning phase yeah i think um i guess kind of similar to what i mentioned at the start i think with without of home and programmatic out of home it is a pretty bespoke channel to work through um and there's there's definitely not a one-size-fits-all approach um and i definitely think that extends to the planning cycle so there's obviously a number of different partners that we have to work with whether that's the exchanges or or the media owners themselves that, that the exchanges kind of give us access to um it's really just a case of kind of in that planning stage, making sure that we're, we're kind of sticking to the client and the agency and making sure that that everybody's aware of what it is that we're trying to do, whether it's kind of understanding the audiences or the POIs that we're looking to deliver against, um, and just make sure that we're kind of constantly in contact with the different partners on the supply side to make sure that everyone's in alignment on those goals. Um, I think we've we've definitely obviously seen a ton of different benefits in running the out of home activity through omnichannel well alongside omnichannel activity the, the the i guess the only challenge there is is in terms of how do we then tack on all of the different activity that goes alongside the out of home activity so obviously in this case a lot of that was done with mobile which means we need to use third party measurement platforms and then also deliver impressions on mobile devices and, and obviously via standardized publications on the web yeah, that's uh, again su super interesting that you know we're, we're describing a level of complexity here, but also making it sound quite easy. Um, <laughs> I'm sure goal, right? Yeah, that is the goal. But we all know we all know the reality is sometimes it's not that easy, right? And we 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 no. have our jobs and we do our jobs because these are challenging things which require expertise. And I'd love to dig into that a bit more. So maybe just a bit more about the challenges you faced, or perhaps even then, you know, maybe not how you solve those challenges, but what you learned, what what would you do differently? And I guess now you've obviously got some time to reflect on that as you've yeah. you're a bit further down your programmatic out of home journey. Yeah, I think I think with with programmatic out of home, it's obviously a, a really great way to be able to kind of drive precision 
but at, at scale. Um, and then obviously with with how we're working with other channels, it's how do we then start to drive those results down the funnel a bit better with with probably better suited channels. Um, we've been running it now for for a little while in in Europe. Um, so we've definitely come across a few different challenges over the time. Um, I think probably the, the the main one that we we see quite often is just the education element. Um, obviously, programmatic digital out of home isn't really a one-to-one medium i think when when you kind of hear that that phrase programmatic you start to think that all of those metrics that we're already used to like ctr and viewability and view through rate etc are all going to be pretty prevalent or at least at least things are going to be incredibly targetable or really reportable so i think just from our side making sure that everybody is super aware of of the of the capabilities of the channel is is something that we've definitely learned is is a real plus to kind of start in that process when you're when you're at that conversational stage yeah, I, I mean, there is a. I was just going to say there's a real there's a real trade off. I think in you know bringing um, out of home as a channel into the programmatic ecosystem that you do have to approach it differently, and you're almost swapping kind of pros and cons, if you like. So you know mm. we've got yes, you can't perhaps measure things in the one to one nth degree, uh, but you know with that comes things like 100 percent viewability, 100 percent play to computation, you know great mm. bright exciting assets in a, in a, in a, in a, a trusted environment yeah. um which you know and again it's, it's a bit of a trade-off and what do you actually want to measure and what are you trying to achieve and what um which well not even which kpis but what what do you want the out of home to do as mm. part of that cross-channel or omni-channel strategy i think is really important to understand yeah and, and i think something we've definitely learned is just kind of like thinking out of the box a bit so making sure that there's like a, there's a whole holistic view of the campaign success not just at a channel level um, I think obviously you mentioned there in terms of what what really does perform really well, and and not, we're obviously talking about some iconic screens and really really unique locations and ability to reach audiences. So just making sure that everybody's aware of of that benefit and and not really driving into the overly performance side of things. Yeah, and I think I think that again it comes down to that combination of channels as well, right? I think the, yeah. the, the we see it all the time. It, you know, is mobile metrics when aligned with uh, can be used when aligned with out of home to actually measure the performance of the out of home as well again not in a one-to-one way but you can see you know shifts in ctr or, or whatever it may be on the mobile campaign where it's also being exposed to out of home so it's a, it really is about the holistic view i think yeah so then going back to the, the, the kind of Isle of Man, or, or maybe if you've got some other um, uh, interesting examples of campaigns, what sort of data are you using to kind of plan and, and optimize these campaigns? Yeah, so I mean, like there's, there's a lot available now as well, right? I think obviously we just touched on that mobile point. I think having the ability to do any of the footfall elements that are available kind of enables us to either work with with different party third-party vendors or even internal tools to... To do any of the pre-planning, which can be done with with kind of, I guess, where where points of interest might be better or worse, and, and kind of do some of the activations around that. But from from the activational side on, on our end, we've we've really been looking, I guess, at how do we how do we ingest some of the data signals that come through, whether that's looking at, I guess, key weather triggers or time of day or week or whatever in terms of the day parting, and then look at beyond just activation on those how do we then start to to use dynamic creative opportunities to to drive into those in a bit more depth so if we are going to do let's say time of day how can we all then also include different creatives to to serve in different locations based around user journeys and just just how we can i guess be a bit more thoughtful in terms of the touch points that we are we are able to achieve um i think with the with the island man one in particular we actually did some pretty interesting stuff in terms of the distance 
from Isle of Man to to kind of get um, a bit of a, I guess, a bit more of an engagement in terms of if you're in a miserable part of of London and it's raining and cold, this is how far away you are from from the, a lovely, gorgeous, open open plain in the Isle of Man. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, creative is something that not just in programmatic out of home, but in out of home in general, we we talk about so much, and it is an unfortunate truth that you know quite often the you know the creative uh, out of home doesn't doesn't do it justice, right? Doesn't do this amazing channel mm-hmm. justice, and it's such a, a a creative driven media that that you do need to get that element right. That yeah. being you know, just that being said, I think next year is going to be. Um, I think award season is going to be super exciting. Just the amount of applications we've seen this year, particularly going into the back half of the year, where that that either the dynamic creative or even just more thoughtful creative, um, mm-hmm. it, we're really starting to see more of it. And it's really exciting for the growth of the channel. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, so we've talked about uh, kind of creative and how you plan the campaign and kind of optimize with, with uh, different variants. Um, but for this, for the Isle of Man in particular, what did success look like, and and how did you measure that? Yeah, it's it's been it was a really interesting one. I think we've we've run obviously a lot now with with a variety of different metrics, and that might be kind of ROAS specific metrics or pure branding delivery moments. But with um with Digital Willow and and the Isle of Man, it was it was a really interesting one because what we were looking at really was how do we track against completely non traditional programmatic metrics. Um, so looking specifically at search term volumes, which had 263% uh, uplift on the click volume versus the activity that was being run previously without digital out of home activation attached. Um, that also meant 140% increase in CTR, which I think is just is really interesting, right? Because I think obviously we touched on that holistic point earlier in terms of looking at how all of that activity for a campaign is is kind of funneling into each other and and these aren't necessarily metrics that we'd look at from a programmatic perspective to ever indicate success but in these channels where we don't have as many opportunities to measure how can we start to i guess again think outside the box and look at and look at whether or not these branded moments are actually delivering performance because you still might find them in different channels than you would have originally thought um which has been great i think one of the other things obviously we did with you guys was was the edinburgh screens um, which was a, a first, I think, programmatically as well, which was obviously great from a client perspective and from an agency perspective as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, shameless plug for uh, GCDK <laughs> UK here. That was the uh, fir- first campaign live uh, programmatically at Edinburgh uh, Airport, uh, one of the jewels in our in our crown in, in, in Scotland and um, one of the last of our programmatic screens to go, or last of our screens to go live programmatically um, across, the, across the ecosystem that we have. Yeah, um, it was great. Yeah, re- really nice for you guys to be part of that. I think, again, right, like thinking out of the box when it comes to measurement, again, it's something that's evolving so fast. Um, you know, we've, I think, in people have been using things like footfall measurement, which is great if you've got bricks and mortar mm-hmm. locations, um, things like looking at click-through rate um, on on uh, on mobile for exposed versus non-exposed. I think that's really, you know, really starting to mature. Um, but the reality is, you know, we, we talked earlier about trying to bridge that offline to online gap, and that is, you know, I think massively important for um, for out-of-home, also for things like CTV. Um, we, you know, the reality is we live in a world where quite often a lot of clients aren't going to let you drop a picture on their website so kind of mm. linking linking things up that way may, may not uh, may be a real challenge and i think kind of looking at search volumes or share research and share research by geo i think it's a really a really smart way of kind of at least showing um 
an impact on that on the what that what that impact could look like between offline uh, and online it's certainly something we're starting to see uh see more of it's, it's certainly something that we we actually have a, a solution that we're running uh, out of our data solutions team uh, in the uk at the moment as well um mm-hmm. so hopefully lots more lots more news and uh to come on that and more examples but you know really really innovative use um of that i think from from you guys at stack adapt um earlier at the start of this year yeah and i think I guess on that point as well, I think when when we were running this on, well, we were running obviously with Digital Willow and, and Isle of Man, we ended up seeing, I think it was about 11%, just over 11% on the CTR for exposed digital outphone areas versus unexposed digital outphone areas. So it is just kind of interesting to look at, I guess, all of the different elements that you're running and, and really see how that performance shifts. Um, and yeah, just be, I guess, just kind of mindful of, of what that looks like. Yeah, exactly. The overall campaign performance I mean, the reality is none of none of what we're doing is actually to drive programmatic metrics. It's really there to drive business outcomes, right? And if you can take that yeah. holistic view and then start to use those data points to see, right, what is the actual uh, business outcome? How has my brand value increased? How have my sales improved or not? Um, uh, you know that that ha- you know, particularly with things like the deprecation of of um, unique identifiers and uh, PPI information, etc., etc., etc. I think that's become more and more important and more and more mainstay. And I really think it's something that, you know, the, the kind of heritage media, if you like, of, of particularly out of home, but also audio and TV um, becoming programmatic or connected or however you want to describe it. I think we can bring some of that kind of that, that heritage approach and knowledge to the wider ecosystem. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I'm going to kind of get to the end here or start getting to the end here. And I guess the question I like to ask everyone is what advice would you give to other marketers who are embarking on their first programmatic digital out of home campaign? <laughs> um, do it. It's great. Uh, um, I think, well, I guess probably it's important to remember that, that digital out of homes, it, it will play a specific role in that media mix for the campaign. Um, and whether that's going to be as first or last touch points, um, is probably independent for each campaign. But in general, it's really just to understand what the campaign is looking to do with the out-of-home activity. Um, and then I guess just a bit of advice, I think from probably from where I sit at the SP side anyway, it's just going to be to lean on the partners. I think obviously, although it's your first digital out-of-home campaign, it isn't your partner's first digital out-of-home campaign. So there's a lot of experience to, to, to rely on and at least utilize in what best practices can be or should be. And then I guess really just to start testing and, and use the data that's available to inform what that campaign strategy looks like, whether it's before the flight goes live or it's during, um, and, and really just start to, to work with what's available. Um, try not to get overawed with the data that isn't available and, and start to use what is available. Um, I guess, yeah, with, with us in a programmatic world, we're very much drawn to all of the different metrics that we can utilize across different channels. So I think just make sure that you're you're working towards what is available in the channel and not what isn't available. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. I mean, I talk about it far too often, but a lot of it really comes down to market marketing fundamentals. You know, set set your campaign objectives and then set the KPIs to measure those objectives and yeah. then measure them within a framework that exists. And like you said, <laughs> lean on you know lean on people who have done it before. There's now you know now a great community of people um, working in this space, and it's um, you know a real real pleasure to be part of and kind of watch it watch it grow. Um, and obviously, lovely working with with the team at Stack Adapt um, over the last year. 
uh, Ed. It's been a it's been an exciting time for us all. Um, but I'm afraid that is all we have time uh, for today. Uh, so you have been listening to the latest episode of Life in uh, Programmatic Digital Out of Home with Ed Mullins, Director of Inventory Partnerships at Stack Adapt. Please do like and subscribe um, to this podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, maybe leave us a review. Tell a friend. Uh, but whatever you do, make sure you t- uh, tune in next time for Life and Programmatic Digital Out of Home. Life in Programmatic Digital Out of Home, brought to you by JC Deco.